Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And we're back with the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Aina. Yes, that's right. There's no Swag on Zero this week. So, Swag on Zero is outdoors, you know, doing the family thing, which is completely understandable. So, I have taken over. I know you're used to guys hearing his voice and everything like that. But you know what? The co-host, the man, the myth, the reality. Oh, that's not him. That's not me. I am. <laughs> you know what I'm I, I, was about to, I was about to call myself Q-Flow. Is, it, is, it, is Aunt Robin off on you right now? No, well, no, sorry, because, no, because I, I, I keep on the talking going. But you know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, I forgot the little tagline for me, but you know, I'm your host, Mr. A&E. Don't, see, when you're thinking about it, remember. you're going down the swag road. We start thinking about it. Stop. So we're not even going to do that. But you know what? It's cool because I brought my own people over here to the show. You know what I'm saying? I brought my own host of people over here. First of all, my wife, the greatest catch day sketch. Hello, everyone. All right, she is back for this episode and joining me for the first time on the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. A friend of mine who I do the Ballers Lounge podcast with the sports podcast, the ones I keep telling y'all about, but y'all never hear. We, <laughs> I, that's the one I do it with. And joining me, it is it, uh, no, it's not me, seven. Yeah. Okay, uh, the, 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 the one joining me is my brother, Rob Blackwell. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? How's everybody doing today? We're doing good. Now, now. usually when we're on Balls Lounge, we used to real name and stuff like that. But then, you know, when we on the Nerdgasm, when we on the Nerd Coalition kind of stuff, we got to give we, we, we gotta give a nickname. So I'm going to give you to the end of the show and try to give yourself a nickname for when you come over on this side, this side of the train tracks. You know what I'm saying? The train tracks? Okay. Okay. I think I can... Um... I think I could try to come up with a nickname. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Dylon is taken, so you can't use it. So, <laughs> um, so guys, welcome back to the Nergasm Talk podcast. Uh, we got a lot of things to discuss today. I mean, there is just big, big ass news throughout the whole <laughs> verse of pop culture and everything that's been going on. I actually think that each podcast that I produce on. Uh, other the Nerd Coalition umbrella has had big topics this whole weekend. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, me and Rob don't even talk about sports yet. Okay? You know what I'm saying? There's stuff going on there. There's stuff going on in hip-hop. There's stuff going on in wrestling that we got to get to. And there's stuff going on, on in pop culture we got to get to. So, yeah. But before we get all into that, yo, look. Y'all got to make sure y'all check out the people who help us out, the bill payers, and that's spacesphilly.com. Check out spacesphilly.com, your host for Black Podcast right here in Philly. Make sure you guys go check out the stuff that they got over there as well when it comes to Lulu Pop, Lulu Pop Horror Show, Market Dark Show, both sides, and our content is over there as well as the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. If you guys enjoy wrestling, make sure you check out the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast. If you guys are into hip-hop, make sure you guys check out Baby Girls, My Wife's 
turntables, hip hop culture, and beyond. And if you guys are just into things that's going on in the world, make sure you guys check out Left Brains Podcast, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, and also you guys can check out me and Rob's podcast over there, Ballers Lounge Sports Podcast. So check out all the great stuff that we have under the Nerd Coaching Umbrella. You guys can follow us all here on all the podcast apps. So, you know, make sure all the podcast apps you got when it comes to Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or excuse me, Google Podcast now. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all all that great stuff. You guys listen to us there. Uh, Swag don't always mention this, but I will mention this, that the snippets that we put up there every Sunday, we put up snippets of the podcast. So if you guys want to listen to the whole show and you just want to hear about a section of what we talk to, uh, when it comes to our pop culture stuff, check this out on uh, NC Studios. We put up all the snippets up there. But when we do our gaming news, check out NC Level Up. Two channels, guys. Level Up is for the gaming. NC Studios is for everything else. So make sure you guys check out all that great stuff. And, um, you know, me and my wife went out today. And I'm like, it's cold. Uh, yeah, it's finally December. It, it, you know, I want to, you know, as old black folks say, the hawk is out. Yeah, it's brick outside. Man, it, it is out. Like, it is out, out. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah, I'm about to say, so but you know what you got to do? You got to bundle up with yourself a Nerd Culture Studios hoodie, okay? I'm letting y'all know that right now. Don't make me say it. Uh, so, well, hold on. Now. We, we, we ain't there to fight that yet. But make sure you guys go to therealnerdcoalition.com where you guys can go check out the Nerd Coalition stuff and buy our merch. Also, also check out teesprays.com slash the real nerd coalition. You guys get yourself the nerd coalition hoodie. I got myself one. It's warm and snuggly. It feels good. Okay, so the Nerd Coalition Studios hoodie. Make sure you guys get one. Christmas time is coming up. If you guys enjoy us here, like you know what I mean, I walk around with the NC stuff. Put that stuff on. The NC level up. And you know, look, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so we gotta make the best of what it is. Go out there and fight the pandemic with your COVID nineteen NC studio mask. All right. You need to put your mask on, okay? Everybody that got myself, uh, my NC Studios mask, so you guys get the NC Studios Level Up mask, uh, NC Studios mask or NC Level Up mask. Make sure you guys go out there, fight COVID-19 with that, even though my, my wife always rolls her eyes when I do that. No, it's not just about, don't, I don't want y'all to get the wrong impression that I don't want to fight COVID. Yeah. He just be extra dramatic with it. Because it's called marketing, you got to sell it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you can go out there about this, look, buy the mask. I don't want that mask. I'm not. I, I'm not saying it. Let's let's get to the stuff <clears throat> before people turn off the podcast. Oh no! I'm not going to make sure I cop the mask. Th- you know, thank you, brother, right there. So you know, so you you on that Q flow level, support everything. Which, by the way, find the Q flow stuff, the wardrobe album stuff like that on the dot com as well. All right, let's get right to the let's get right to the news here. So I'm gonna do like straight do it. So we got a lot of topics to go up here today. Tyrese Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> uh, supposedly in the few, uh. Sure, WTF. Also, we we got Ellen Page is now Elliot Page. But first, we got to talk about the, the blockbuster news that was just announced uh, two days ago that Warner Brothers is releasing their whole slate of movies in 2021 to HBO Max the same day as theaters. The same day as theaters. And I'm telling y'all right now, for people who don't understand, this is huge. They're not releasing some. Mm-hmm. 17 movies are planned on being released by Warner Brothers Studios all next year to HBO Max. That's crazy. This right here 
is lighting up, and pe- people people are automatically saying that this right here is the nail in the coffin to um, movie theaters. So, real quick before we get into all the analytics and mm-hmm. like like people like, like, like people say the boring stuff. What's your opinion on it? I'm gonna start with you, Ross. Since you're the guest. So my opinion on it is, I definitely do think it's the in the movie theaters as we know it because, um, and, and I feel like this is probably the first plus. Uh, correct if I'm wrong. It's, this is the the first plus services that are actually doing this. Um, now I know um, unless um, Disney Plus put New Line movie on there, um, this is this is huge um, because now it's like you don't even have to go to the movies anymore. Um, you pretty much can just go right to your subscriber on this on one on HBO Max and pretty much just watch all your movies and everything comes out while in theater in the comfort of your own home. Um, I get that, you know, this is probably, you know, the way for them to do it just so they can bring in revenue um, somehow for their movies and obviously, you know, get their fans and get their um, customers to watch. But as a moviegoer, um, you know, I'm kind of nervous about it. But at the same time, you know, it's, you know, they, they, it's business as usual for them. So, I mean, I think it is a, a good idea. Uh, but I am fearful, you know, as a moviegoer, because in a couple years, you know, if everybody else follows suit with what Warner Brothers is doing, then I feel like everybody else is going to start to do the same thing. It, it is a possibility that they can do that. Uh, before the uh, uh, late sketch, mm-hmm. your thoughts on it. Now, you know, I'm not like a huge movie buff like yourself. However, I will say there are some things I just would like to see in the theaters opposed to at my house. Even if I had, we, like, we had a grand theater room, I don't think I would really want to watch, like my first choice rather, would not be to watch Wonder Woman, um, you know, in my house. I would prefer to watch it in a movie theater because some things lose their luster. Um, I don't, I can't say for sure it'll be the end of movie theaters altogether. I think that there will be like a smaller amount of them. Like they'll start to close um, the lesser performing locations once we open back up and everything. And it'll be like in a limited capacity. Only because there are some people who will just choose to stay home. If they decide to do this after everything has decided, has opened back up, there'll be some people who stay home, but there'll be people like yourself who would rather go see a movie in the movie theater, depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think for the time being, it seems like a good idea, but I can't help but think about like how this will impact the the industry and you know people the jobs and things like that mm-hmm. you know movie theaters employ a lot of people yeah um so that part of it sucks and i i hope that eventually there'll be some kind of resolution but you know 
as of right now, you can't really stop putting out movies, especially with the way, um, you know, with franchises and everything. You know, if you had scheduled a movie to come out this year, then you have something that's supposed to be coming out, you know, a year and a half, two years from now. You don't want them back to back on top of each other like that. No, but I, you do bring up a good point because I will go over to the, the quick list of movies. But um, so I'm, as somebody who goes to movie theater often mm-hmm. and likes going to movie theater, I do agree that there are some movies that I like to see in the movie theater, some that I want not. But th- what I do like, they're giving you the option. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the option is if you can, if you can go to the movie theaters or you can sit at home and watch it because necessarily, d- despite who won the election, despite what's going to happen in the runoff, despite what's going to happen in twenty twenty one, you don't necessarily know what the state of movie theaters are going to be in, mm-hmm. and there could be there could be a thing where most of these movies are going to be in limited theaters anyway. Mm-hmm. So how else do you make the money? Now look, HBO Max. Is out of all the streaming services. Like now, if I ask anybody here, what streaming services they have? Uh, now I know I have HBO Max now. I do. Okay, but uh, Rob, for, for for instance, what streaming services do you have? So I have I have Netflix, I have Disney Plus, and I have. Do you have the bundle or do you have the just Disney Plus? Uh, just Disney Plus. Okay, and what else? Also have Netflix. Uh-huh. Also have Hulu. Okay. Um, I'm actually thinking about um, getting HBO Max. Okay, so good. You, you, you're in a good example right here now. Now, 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 baby girl, you have Hulu. Um, you have Netflix. Yeah, you what? You have Netflix. Uh-huh. I have Hulu bundled with my Spotify. Okay. So, um, and then I have HBO Max. Uh, UMC. Which is like a a black streaming service, uh-huh. and then better BT plus. Uh, and then I think I have one more, and I can't even think of what it is right now. Okay, top of my head. so now the point is, oh Amazon that comes okay. with our prime, our prime, prime membership. Okay, so oh yeah, as well. So yeah, so the point I'm making here is HBO Max right now has the lowest amount of subscriptions. Yes. Okay, than any of these major movie type. Uh, Streaming, whereas Netflix here, and by the way, I'm getting some of these numbers from the John Campion show because I, the article I had pulled up from uh, the Think does not have the numbers here, but uh, John Campion, who does have, have worked in the movie industry, has numbers that Netflix has not 193 million subscribers globally. That seemed that's lower than I thought it would be. To be yeah, honest. so, uh, but. You know, then uh, Disney Plus has the right. Now, this, this was it's more than that now because these numbers were counted in 2019. Oh, okay. So this is 2020, especially with the pandemic going on. Those numbers mm-hmm. have have I'm have, sure have raised. Shot up. In 2019, right. Disney Plus had 73 million. Okay. And HBO Max had 35 million. Wow. Now, respectable number for a, a brand it, new streaming service. Now, uh, obviously, when it comes to uh, all, all, all the, the, the revenue and the numbers and, and all the stuff like that. Uh, Netflix tends to pay out more money. They spend $14.7 billion in licensing fees for non-original content. And that was in 2019. Okay. Disney Plus spends zero because they own that's, all their that's content. Their that's all their stuff. Warner Bros. Yeah. and HBO Max have this kind of deal going on. Mm-hmm. 
Because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of stuff that's on HBO Max is Warner Brothers stuff. Okay. Especially when it comes to DC stuff like that. This okay. is so major to the point where they it's like everybody wins when it comes to getting their money mm-hmm. in, 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 a, in a weird way. And uh, these are the list of... Because I'm going to tell you what the, the, the rules are going to be, but these are the list of movies that we're going to be getting so far that they announced for uh, uh, HBO Max. So come Christmas Day, we're getting Wonder Woman 84. Okay. That's the last movie for 2020 that we're going to get. Starting in 2021, after Wonder Woman 84, we're getting Dune, which is supposed to come out at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. After Dune comes out, there's a, there's a movie called In the Heights that's coming out. It's like a black love oh, story. Oh, In yeah. the Heights. It's a, it's a Broadway play. It yes. Has, um, what is his name from Hamilton in it? Yeah, so it's, it looks like a, a a black play, right? It's um, I believe it's Afro Latina or Afro Latina. Okay, that's his name. Okay, yeah, Suicide Squad, the new James Gunn Suicide Squad. Okay, it's coming out. <laughs> okay, then we get Judas and the Black Messiah. Definitely watching that. Okay, uh, which comes out Tom and Jerry, the new Tom and Jerry movie, that's coming out. Then we get Godzilla versus Kong. Which, if anybody has to pay attention to the Godzilla movies or the Kong movies, they're finally going to clash. So that's a big action summer blockbuster right there, also. That's a that's a very huge deal. That's a very huge deal. It is. There we get the Many Saints of Newark. That that comes out. We get the Conjuring Three. The Devil Made Me Do It. We get the uh 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 uh. Those who wish me dead. I don't know what that is, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard anything about that. King Richard, which is the new Will Smith, Venus and Serena. Okay, okay. Yeah, movie that's supposed to be coming out. Space Jam Two. <laughs> hey, I see. I see LeBron in the whole Space Jam get up. I, I kind of want to see Space Jam Two, so I'm not even going. I'm not even going to hold you on that. I one. am curious. Okay, I'm, actually, I'm actually excited about Space Jam Two. Yeah, uh, reminiscent is coming out. The little things. The new Mortal Kombat is coming out next year. Oh. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, okay. now the, the new Mortal Kombat is supposed to come out earlier next year, like in January, February type thing. Mm-hmm. Pandemic pushed everything back. So, but the new Mortal Kombat is supposed to come out next year along with The Matrix 4. These are movies that I don't want to see in my house. Yeah, I agree. But there's also, it's, it's also a thing like, okay, like I say, I, got, I would love to see Mortal Kombat on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I would I- love I would love I would, to, huh? I would love to see. I would have loved to have seen Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, on the big show. But that, y'all do that, have that. You still have that chance. I'm not going to a theater. <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not trusting the movie theater right now. Um, the way things are going. Um, so but, they dropped that big news, and now so it's like this. This is how you gain subscribers by marketing. So. This is this is what's going to happen with those. They're going to release the movie the same day uh, as in the theater. You're going to get that movie for 31 days, it said. Uh-huh. <laughs> After that 31 days, they're going to respect the theater window, and it's going to be only in theaters. Okay. After it's only in theaters, it goes through its trial run, which the usual average movie in theaters goes about 78 days. Now, some people may be sitting there thinking like, Movies don't last that long. I'm like, they do. You just don't go see it. You don't be paying and, and, they, and they be cutting down the, the, number, the number of theaters in it. Mm-hmm. So, a 78-day window, which is just under three months. Mm-hmm. 
And then after after that thing is going to go, it's going to take its time and then go back to the, the, the VOD platforms, and then then it's going to make its way back to the stream and stuff, and then of course for home media. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that is a series of plans. So now there have been times where people was like, you know what? I want to see something because it, this is on this streaming service, so I'll just subscribe, watch it. And leave, mm-hmm. or I bought somebody else's account and then leave. But now they're giving you an option where, say, if you like people, because now they're uh, I hit the cat. I'm sorry. Yeah, their, 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 their subscriber number has gone up just from the announcement of Wonder Woman '84 alone. Mm-hmm. Now people are going to be saying, "Well, I'll just get it to see Wonder Woman '84," and then after Wonder Woman '84, I'll I'll cancel it. But you sit there thinking, like, well. Doom comes out early in the year. But then after that, it's like, well, why cancel? Because Suicide Squad is going to come out. But why cancel? Because uh, we got Space Jam. Or, 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 you know what I'm saying? Or we got In the Heights. Or we got Mortal Kombat. Or we got The Matrix. Why cancel when we when we have all this stuff coming out in, in, in a year? It's almost like every three weeks something new is coming out. Which keeps everything busy. This now puts pressure on Disney Plus to see what they're going to do with Black Widow. I was just getting ready, I was just getting ready to say that because um, it seems like to me Warner Brothers like they're keeping they're keeping it going like they're keeping the ball rolling in regards to getting these movies out. Whereas Marvel, you know, they're trying to be. Obviously, you know, they're trying to be conservative and and everything or probably wait to see um, if things get back to some type of normalcy. But Black Widow was supposed to heck, then come out this year and then they pushed it back. So I definitely do think that and I'm agreeing with you that it definitely does put pressure on Disney to you know, get your get your movies onto Disney Plus because you don't want to because you don't want to fall behind the eight ball where Warner Brother is bringing in all these avalanche of movies and you're just sitting back and just like okay we're just going to wait until things get back to normalcy like you, you have to make some type of move well well actually. Warner, this HBO Max move by Warner Brothers is actually a counter move to what Disney Plus did. Because remember, Disney Plus is releasing Soul on uh, uh, the, the new Black Pixar Disney movie on Christmas Day. And they have started releasing some of their... And then this was also a, a, a callback to Mulan. Now, yeah. now but here, here's the thing. Disney did it one way, and they Warner Brothers probably looked at the opportunity like that's probably not going to work because you probably see how the Mulan thing go. Because mm-hmm. back earlier in May, they said we're going to release Mulan for you guys, mm-hmm. but you got to pay thirty dollars down payment extra as somebody who's already paying. Like I'm paying twelve ninety five because I get Disney Plus, Hulu Plus, and ESPN Plus all in that Disney bundle. Now yeah. I, n- I never looked because I wasn't interested in Mulan to be honest in the first place, like the live action one. Uh huh. How did it do? Uh, now the Mulan numbers were not so great. Okay, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah, but. Uh, and a lot of people say because when they said they're going to release it, which by the way I just got an email that Mulan's on Disney Plus right now. So well, I said they were going to put it up in I don't know. It was the end of the year. Yeah, so people was like, "Well, 
unless you have a platform like myself or a lot of other these big reviewers that I watch mm-hmm. to the point where it's just like we are waiting for you to come out with the review mm-hmm. they go watch that movie I'm like and me personally who's not the biggest fan of Mulan in the first place mm-hmm. there's no way I'm paying $30 to watch Mulan for a, a one time thing which I'll probably watch a fall asleep on to be real or I watch it with my kids and I watch it at one time and then I waste thirty dollars. I can. Wait. I'm gonna wait all the way to December now to probably watch the movie. And I'll probably watch the movie just to review it to put it on my top best or worst 2020 movie list. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's not a smart investment. No. You know, and I and I, I think Warner Brothers sat there and looked at that and said, you know what? I think we got something better. Now they claim that this is only gonna be 2021, but a lot of people think that's bullshit because remember, you recognize I, I didn't say the Batman. Because the Batman has been moved to 2022. Mm. That's the new one with uh, Jeffrey White and... Um, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, yeah. That's that's that new Batman that was supposed to come out in 2021 and moved to 2022. So they're saying that because of the pandemic, so that this is something for you know our audience to be like this. But to, to, to the point, I'm on like, if those HBO numbers subscribers go up, mm-hmm. then they're going to be looking like, well, shit, it, it, if we could make money like this, this and we ain't got to pay as much as Netflix do for, you know, non-original content and, and distributing costs and fees, stuff like that, why not keep this thing going? I can see them keeping it, but I do see them putting some kind of extra, um, like an extra cost. It, I wouldn't say it would be $30, but I could definitely see them slapping like an extra $10 yeah. on there or something like that. Because to mm. be honest, that is what stopped me from, I think it was the, was it The Invisible Man that came out? Yeah, on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and I was like, I want to see this movie, but I'm not paying $20 to watch it for 24 hours. Like, I mm. I didn't want to see it that much. So, I could see them being like, alright, for an extra $10, you know, you can have Wonder, release Wonder Woman, or not Wonder Woman, obviously, but release X movie early. Mm-hmm. So, if they keep doing it. Um, I think now it's just a good way to get people in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could also see them saying, you can, don't come in and subscribe and then, you know, want to resubscribe or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's why they make you sign in with the phone. So it's not as easy to just be like, I'm going to just use a new email for a free trial kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, fair enough. So, I don't know. I, I think they'll, they'll tweak it a bit, but I I'm pretty sure this will be here to stay. Um, at least probably for the next couple of years. I I know I'm more willing to pay $30 or $24 for Wonder Woman than I am Mulan. Well, yeah. Or or even The Invisible Man. Even though The Invisible Man was a good movie. And it's in my... I've heard it was. And it, it, it's, it, is, it, it is in my top for 2020. But <clears throat> even though that does not have the... I, I think those kind of prices you pay for blockbuster movies, the ones that, of course, are the summer blockbuster movies, the mm-hmm. superhero movies, the big action, the stuff that does not get talked about at the Academy, those yeah. are the kind of movies that are the ones that should be up in the forefront. Such as, I really want to see <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah. Same. Am I, am I dropping $30 like I did for Mulan? For, maybe, maybe not. It's, it's I up, to, up to I, I know, know you, you would. But I probably would. I can't say I would, because I, I I like the I like the, the, the content nature of that also. I mean, I'm not but, saying you uh, don't. I'm just saying I know for sure I would, because that's something I was really looking forward to. I like those kind of like movies. me personally. Oh. I would drop thirty dollars on One Night in Miami over I do Trisha Black Messiah. Right, right. For me, 
the Malcolm X. Oh, you say, Rob? Yeah, for me, it has to be a movie that I'm really, really looking forward to. If I want to put extra money down, um, or whatnot, like prime example, if and you know this, if you know they they decide to you know finally like bring in like Marvel movies, like if Marvel you know were to put stuff on Disney Plus, um, and I have to pay like extra money for that, I definitely would do that. Same with um, HBO Max. Um, I'm not sure if. They are going to be doing that per se, but if they do, like there are definitely movies in that there are definitely movies in HBO and Max that I definitely will pay extra money for, um, uh, just to watch that movie. Um, but that's just me. I know everybody is not like that, but it has to be a really, really good movie for me to pay extra money like that. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say HBO. What got me in HBO Max was the DC movies over there. Oh, okay. See, so, I, I went for a completely different purpose. Yeah. So, I was like, I want to see Shazam. Even though I got it, I want to see Shazam. Okay? So, I went over to HBO Max. They had Shazam. And I was like, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. They got right, Lovecraft Country over here. Yeah. I want to see One Woman 1984. Yeah. Like, I want to like, see uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Like, I want to see Mortal Kombat. Like, you know... I will be willing to pay extra money for those types of movies. Yeah, and uh, the, the HBO back. How much is that a month? I can't remember. Okay, it's it's it's, it's not as expensive as Netflix. I don't think because uh, Netflix went up to twelve dollars now. Yeah, because I yeah. this is the thing. I I don't know. I have so many. <laughs> I just see them come out, and I'd be like, uh, another subscription service came out. Still not as much as cable though. So not but, as much as cable, yeah. To, to the point where you think, like, why do you have cable? I wanna, I wanna say that HBO Max is like nine, ten dollars or something like that. Uh huh. I think I'll double check. Okay. That's what Google's for. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, that is some groundbreaking news right there. I had to, we, we had to get get our opinions about this also. Uh, it's fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars? Okay, didn't know. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to move on to some other news uh, real quick also that uh, let's go to uh, for those who know uh, Ellen Page who starred in the, the movie uh, Juno. Juno and who is uh, currently starring in Umbrella Academy just mm-hmm. uh, announced that he is transgender mm-hmm. and now goes by Elliot Page okay, okay. and uh, so uh, I, I wanted to get it out um, so uh, now they already said that they're not going to make any changes to Umbrella Academy because Elliot Page is a woman uh, on Umbrella Academy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But they're not going to make any changes to that, I guess, until he finishes it up. But he, he now goes by the pronoun of he. Mm-hmm. And I have been seeing a lot of, of course, you know, when it comes to Twitter and the social media stuff like that. Social media is a toxic place. It is a very toxic place. And. They are, uh, and it's it's actually they're actually getting people out of here who don't use his pronoun uh, of uh, hmm. of he first. And I'm like now because I've seen a couple people and, and look, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. It just happened, so it took me a minute because I'd be like, you know, uh, Elliot Page. I, I I'm trying to I I, I 
cautiously watch myself more to say he, mm-hmm. opposed to slipping up and saying she, mm-hmm. opposed to slipping up and saying you know Ellen Page, opposed to Elliot Page. Like, that that does happen. There have been some transgender people that have come out and support people. Like it it, it just happened. And there's people that have been, uh, I've been in my family for years who still refer to me as the previous one. Not saying it's the right thing to do, but it it takes a while for people to like to adjust to it. There's a difference between yeah. an honest mistake and being malicious. Yes, and I, I I'm not trying to you know what I'm saying and, and there's no way she, uh, he is able to do, see once again I don't sit right there he is all is a uh, good to do whatever he wants to do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and make the change I'm gonna say but you know all this uh, toxic hate from you know kind of like both sides you know what I'm saying I, I don't uh, I, I truly just don't understand it and like I said and I understand like this thing j- just happened I don't want to make it seem like a uh, it's nothing, but people do make these mistakes because, like I said, I constantly overwatch myself, trying not to say she opposed to he, out of out of respect. I mean, I get it, but most of the time on the internet, people are not. You have a chance to. The difference mm. between when you're have you're having a face to face conversation here mm-hmm. and when you're on the internet, yeah, you have a chance to go in and say what you need to say. Now, Twitter, you can't edit. <laughs> Mm. Twitter has been smart that way because once you put it out there, somebody can screenshot it in the whole world. You know, the internet never forgets. But um, most of the time, when you're on the internet doing like, and you're you're being intentional, mm-hmm. right? Um, and there's always receipts, always receipts. Exactly. So you're intent. Like people are more than likely intentionally saying she instead of he. Um, I just think it's. I think it's cool that now it's it's gotten to a point where I believe Netflix went back and changed all his credits um, from Elliot to Elliot Page. Okay. Yeah, actually, um, I actually went on to Netflix, um, and they yeah, and to give um respect, they changed name to Elliot Page now. So yeah, so you know what? I, was, I I didn't even know I didn't know, even know they, know they did that. So that, that that's pretty good on that end. Oh, and, and I was able, and I was able to, and the reason why I was able to to see it for myself because I was on Twitter. Um, I recently just went back to Twitter, mm-hmm. um, and I saw somebody put a screenshot of you know giving Netflix props, and it literally said right there Elliot Page. So I said to myself, "Wow, uh, that's that's cool." Um, you know, uh, respect to Netflix for doing that. Yeah, I, I give respect too. Did y'all what, talk about the Dave Chappelle thing last week already? Actually, I don't think. Did y'all talk about Dave Chappelle last week? I don't know if I did. I was just going to say Netflix is on. They they on a roll this week uh-huh. because they took down Chappelle's show at the behest of Dave Chappelle. Netflix has been. Netflix has definitely been on their game uh, this past week. I definitely agree with that. Um. They they they've been on the forefront, you know, for all the issues that's been going on this year, and basically looking out for others. And they 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 definitely been doing their thing. I'm I'm glad I'm subscribed and glad I had Netflix services. I agree, and so I I, just, I wanted to bring it up because that also helps segue into my next topic of you know cancel culture, because we have um here Latita Wright for those who know her as. Uh, Shori from Black Panther 
And actually, if you guys have watched um, Black Mirror, she played on an episode in it that she was pretty good in. So she is a up and coming actress. And so she is under some fire right now for yeah um, uh, for a video that she had posted from some anti-vaxxers. Now, obviously, to give you just a little bit more, just obviously we're in a pandemic here, and there is talk of a COVID-19 vaccine that's supposed to be coming to first responders and people who, uh, you know, essential workers, stuff like that first maybe before Christmas. And a lot of people have been on the fence about it because it's it's very quick for a vaccine to be coming so soon where the record for the quickest vaccine that we have gotten in, a, in this country has been four years. So it has been, you know, so a lot of people are skeptical about it. So there have been a lot of people that go on and make it seem like they're doctors or not. And they go post these videos, or conspiracy videos, on YouTube, which go around and talk about, you know, be, be basically being anti-vaxxers and not taking the vaccine or whatever the case may be. So, uh, other than, you know, the prayer hair emojis, uh, mm-hmm. on... Th- huh? I'm sorry. I've- oh. Uh, on Thursday, uh, she tweeted a 69-minute video from a YouTube channel uh, on the table. Uh, which features lengthy commentary from uh, Tommy Aromi, I'm, you know, uh, who is a senior leader with London uh, with Light London Church and speaker, in which he questions the legitimacy of the COVID nineteen vaccinations, appears skeptical of climate change, accuses China of spreading COVID nineteen, and makes ch- uh, transphobic comments. Uh, now, her tweets have since been. Uh, deleted from there and the YouTube video has been removed from YouTube because it violates YouTube's terms of service. Mm-hmm. So now you may be thinking like, okay, well she posts that. So, okay. She has a right to her opinion, which celebrities do have a right to their opinion. I am always for that. I am not for the whole shut up and dribble aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. And I understand, you know what I'm saying? If people want to be vocal about to have their opinion, but one thing me and my wife always talk about, especially my wife always brings up is that everybody has the right to free speech, but there's no such thing as a, uh, freedom of consequences, freedom of consequences. There's always of everything you're doing is there's going to be consequences for your actions. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go out and say some homophobic or racist shit, by all means, you're allowed to do that. But there's consequences. If you lose your job, that was on you. Exactly. You right know. Now. Especially now. Like we just said, the internet never forgets. It, 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 it. remembers. Exactly. Uh, so she posted this, and, uh, and a lot of things were a lot of people, you know, of course, gave her the clap back because you know of, of the video who, uh, which uh, shows a, a lot of misconceptions, and you know, saying uh, just has basis facts in it, and. There were reportedly some people that was trying to basically educate her mm-hmm. on basically the nonsense that this video has been. And she kind of indefensively kind of like clacked back at them. Like, this is my stance on it in a way, mm-hmm. which really made the pill, you know, it it, it, it wasn't a spoonful of sugar because it didn't make the medicine go down at all. Yeah. So that's where... A, a lot of the, the uh, he came from, she has since come out and has, you know, claimed that, you know, say it wasn't her intention to hurt anybody, you know, with that. She was just trying to bring something that she thought was convincing and, 
you know, be more aware. And, and that and, and that was it. But not knowingly that the power that this woman has and the platform that she's on, that this does do damage uh, mm-hmm. when you post stuff like this. And, yeah. And unfortunately, it got so bad now that just two hours ago, as since we're recording this, she has deleted her Twitter account. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was colored, but it always, you know, saddens me that this happens, but it, it happened. Really? So, uh, I got to get y'all, y'all thoughts on this because this, this is a, a really a heartbreaker because the reason why it's being is this is not anything the Black Panther movie needed right now. Nope. Because they are supposed to be recording, uh, start shooting July of 2021. That's the summer of 2021. And they're supposed to start shooting. We just lost Chadwick in in August. Which kind of thing. We're in December right now. Mm-hmm. And we lost him back in August. We're like, it's been that long ago since we lost yeah. Chadwick. Yeah, so uh, uh, August 28th that we lost Chadwick Boseman. And this was such a big blow to Disney and Marvel that it had to be hell. Because once again... You know, for them to, to have a shooting date, they still got to try to get everything together. And on top of all this, this happens. Because if she was supposed to be getting a prominent role in the movie, whether she's trying to be the new Black Panther or whatever she, uh, she may be, it's just like, you know, my wife said, and it does never forgets. And it's going to be hard to sell that movie with her at the forefront. Now, once again, you never know how things go by next year. You really don't. But right now, everybody is unfortunately sour on this woman. Now, I'm not part of the cancel culture of saying you got to cancel this woman, or you know, say or, or get her out of here, or whatever the case may be. But I do, you know, it's like I've seen. I haven't seen that particular video, but I have seen some of these anti-vaccine videos before, and especially di- it is conspiracy this year. And I'm just like, this shit is. Ludicrous, almost. Like, like of, of of the stuff that these people are, are saying, and where they can, if you can pull anything from any source of anything, and you have a good mouthpiece to sell it, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying that that's how you draw people in. And there are, but people believe so or not, there are impressionable people in the world, and they're easy to. It's easy to. I don't want to say use the word manipulate. You know their mind, but influence. influence that's a better way. Influence uh, their choices of, of happen, especially one on the platform you have. It. That's that's a whole Jim Jones thing right there. So uh, I'm gonna start with you, Lady Sketch. Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but you can elaborate more on your your thoughts and feelings towards uh, this. No, like I, I was talking to you before we had the podcast, and I mm. said people have a right to question. Um, like the vaccine coming out now like okay it's coming out kind of fast you know have we done enough testing and trials and things like that that's fine Um, I, I, I'm not gonna I can't say anybody's wrong for that because we bear we still don't even really have a handle on on the virus itself yet um, and knowing everything it can do and the effects and all that jazz but it's um and, and, you know, they're trying to come out with the vaccine. It's not even the end of the year yet. So I get the sentiment of, I'm not so sure. Where we take a left turn is when you start posting 
uh, conspiracy theories or things that sound like radical, uh, for, I guess for lack of a better term, because and, and don't seem to have the facts to back it up. You know, you want to... Science has proven at this point, look, this is this is what it is. This is how we test this. This is how this works, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to take the word of somebody who, in the span of one video, hit like four hot button issues. Four, yeah. To just go off. You know, I... You can believe what you want to believe. You can watch all the conspiracy theory videos you want, but... Facts are facts. And if you're not giving me facts in a video and you just spouting hateful rhetoric, I, I mean, I'm good. Things like this make me second guess, like, I don't want to put no words in this woman's mouth or assume, uh, just assume things. I don't know her personally. However, if we got to start filming in 2021 mm -hmm. and say the vaccine is not wide, widely available yet, you know, we still have to follow social distancing and things like that. Can I trust that you are being responsible when you're not on set and when you are on set around your co-stars so that they are not getting sick or you're not getting sick? That's the, I mean, because it, it, like a lot of these things, they branch off into other things. Mm. You have a, a video about, um, not trusting the vaccine and then transphobia and, all kinds of <clears throat> different things. So it's like, yeah. all right. Sis, not trusting like, climate change. Not trusting climate it, change. Yeah, so. You know, it's just like, all right, okay. Like, if this is what you believe, cool. However, you can't be upset when people don't want to associate with you mm. um, based on those beliefs. Like, if, if somebody I knew personally was like an anti-masker, yeah. don't come anywhere near me. That's just the facts. You can't be upset with me because I'm like, well, um, I guess I'll see you when this is all over, maybe, because I don't even know if I can even trust <laughs> your better judgment. So it's, it's kind of just like, I'm not... You can, you can feel however you would like to feel. Mm -hmm. But it's not... It's, it's up to me to determine whether or not I want to be bothered with all of that. And that's the same, it, the same goes for the movie. When people do stuff like this, perfect example, Roseanne. Yeah. When Roseanne went out there and started talking about, um, oh, I forgot that lady's name. Valerie Jarrett, I believe her name was. And said all that reckless shit, and it ended up getting fired. Uh, they canceled the show. So now yeah. you didn't cancel, you didn't stop the whole cast checks. Because you wanted to come out here and wild out. And then, I mean, luckily for them, they came back and bought the show back without her. But how many things where it's like something, um, somebody does something ridiculous and now everybody else has to suffer. That's, I mean, honestly, that's the whole theme of this pandemic. Yeah. Somebody, everybody, people be out here wilding, doing what they want to do. And then they may not get sick, but you carry the, the virus to somebody who is highly susceptible to get it and could be, and could get very sick. That's just, that's just the, the, the facts of the matter. So it's just like, look. You're putting a lot of folks in jeopardy here. It's already up in the air with this movie. Mm -hmm. So if something happens and they can't figure out a decent rewrite, 
then what? Will it just be no Black Panther 2? I'm not saying it's going to escalate to that point now. Yeah. But because this is already in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's going to be very difficult to carry this. She and honestly, she's not a re- really a strong enough actress to carry the movie in the first place. So you really don't want to. And that's no shade to her, but she's not a Chadwick Boseman. You mm. really don't want to do anything to jeopardize that further. What happens if people don't want to work with you anymore outside of this? What mm. do you do? So I mean it's 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 a tricky thing because yes you can say what you want and there's freedom of speech but there's not freedom of consequences. How about you, Rock? So just just want to just elaborate on everything that um, Nina said. So she's right. Um, you know everybody has a right to their beliefs. Everybody has a, has their right to a certain opinion. However, you better be ready for the backlash, and you better be ready for the difference of opinion. Um, from what you explained earlier to me, you said that she was a bit defensive um, towards people who did not share her beliefs. Um, that's where she was wrong, right there, and. Um, cancel culture is a it's, it's a real thing uh, nowadays because you have to be mindful about what you say and how you say things because when you say certain things that go against the grain, there, there's consequences and repercussions for your actions, and it, it, it's unfortunate that um, that this happened to her because. Um, while, because I, I and, and I do get what Nina's saying in regards to her not being a strong enough uh, actress like Chadwick was um, to carry the next Black Panther movie. However, uh, her character was one of the, like, her character surely was uh, a popular character in the movie. And I was looking forward to, you know, hoping that they went forward into making her the queen. Whether they do with her or they decide not to do with her, I mean I, I still hope that happens. But um it it, it, it definitely is a real thing because I, I come across um certain people who have different opinions and they're canceled out of Hollywood because they have certain beliefs that make people uncomfortable. And they, there are also people out here like the anti-maskers, like Nina said. You know, um, we're trying to get through this pandemic, and you had people out here who, you know, want to make it difficult uh, for and not be able to help this country move forward. Um, it's unfortunate what happened with her because I think that you know she's a pretty. She's a decent actress. I'm not going to say she's great. Um, I loved her in Black Panther as Shuri. I think she did a phenomenal job. But it's definitely not a good look for her because now um, everybody's going to be looking at her, you know, funny. And the only people who are going to probably, you know, believe her 
her stuff are these anti, um, you know, the anti, the people who are anti-mask and anti-think, um, you know, COVID is a hoax or... The anti-vaxxers, um, yeah, basically. It's, 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 there's actual, there's actual movement. Um, right. Of and, and, you know, I, I, I've, I've been on the... And, I, I've been on, you know, certain uh, social media sites like uh, the Parlor app, where mm. they post conspiracy videos and stuff all the time, um, like this. So this is nothing new. This is nothing new. Um, and it, it's unfortunately, yeah, it, it definitely is a it's a movement, and it's not a very good movement because you know instead of just trusting the science and trusting the experts. It's like you just want to go off, you know, on a deep end and just have your certain beliefs and just say, screw everything else. You know, this is what I believe in. And if you don't like it, then, you know, then that's your problem. And she came off like that at first. And I did see that she did apologize and everything as well. But unfortunately, you know, the consequences of already happened and now you have to you have to deal with those consequences yeah um, it's, 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 it's an uphill battle unfortunately yeah it is and she put herself in this position um you know just because you have a certain belief you know doesn't mean you get to force your beliefs on everybody else's it doesn't work like that mm-hmm yeah I I, I do agree it's it's very unfortunate, and I, I and once again, I'm not for the cancel culture thing because there have been a lot of Hollywood celebrities that's out there now, or who have said a lot of uh, controversial or boneheaded statements that has not affected their career. Okay, but they they, they have uh, said them before, so you know I'm not for like she should be canceled. But once again, it is going to be an uphill battle for her, unfortunately. And right now, this is like this. This is the last thing the Black Panther project needed, you know. Say after dealing with all this stuff, also. And once again, I'm not. And I, I want everybody to understand this real quick. I'm not on here saying it because I'm a religious guy. You know, so I'm a spiritual guy. You know, what I'm saying. And so it. So is my partner Robert. So is my wife. So we're not even gonna get on here as if you know we're talking about all this stuff like that. But however, you know, what I'm saying. I will use logic in the things that I'm saying. You know, so everything's happened for a reason. And we, we, have, we have these doctors and scientists that are out here that are proving these things. That do, this is their job to go here and, and test and test these things out. Because, like I said, we've had a lot of uh, illnesses that have been, uh, you know, saying almost exterminated from, from the past that we don't have to deal with anymore, mostly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, once again, of course, like Magneto said in X-Men... And chest the pawns go first. Okay. E- everything that happens, it is, is always that first trial run, and there's going to be some flaws in the first trial run. Mm-hmm. I.e., that's why I don't usually buy games at launch, minus the PS5. But, I'm saying, but that's why, you know, say a lot of things, you know, you know, you don't usually go at launch because you, you get you get a minute to get all the kinks out. Then, you know, let's go for round two, round three, round four. T- you know, something like that. And like you said, no, Dr. Fushi was saying stuff about, you know, the springtime. That's what, one thing that my aunt, who is a uh, retired nurse, said. She didn't even focus on what we're talking about. They're talking about now. Mm-hmm. She went into the spring of next year. 
you know what I'm saying, to see what he's talking about. So she didn't even entertain the fact or anything they're even talking about. Right? That, that, but that, that's, you know, that's her. I don't see anybody's follow that way. So, yeah, I, I, I we, we, we had to talk about that. Don't have a really good way to move on to other kind of sad news, but um, we didn't talk. We, this happened earlier in the week, but, you know, we already did the podcast already. But uh, David Prose, I believe I should pronounce his name, P R O W S E. Sounds like Prose. Okay, cool. Uh, passed away at age 85. People may be wondering who that, that person is. That is the guy who played Darth Vader. Now, you may be thinking, well, James Earl Jones, James Earl Jones was the voice. No, James Earl Jones was on some G shit. He was like, I'm going to just do the voice. Y'all find somebody else to do the body. Yeah, to do the body. Well, yeah. Right. Right. He is a uh, for, former bodybuilder, and he was playing, uh, he played Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy. So, the ones for, you know, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and uh, Return of the Jedi. Those, that trilogy right there, he was a uh, Darth Vader, and once again, I'm not going to discredit his role because him and James Earl Ray obviously had a big uh, uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. James oh, Earl sure. Jones. James, I'm sorry, it's still, James. <laughs> pe- pe- people know. People know. No. Oh God, no. For y'all, should, anybody who knows me, I didn't know damn why I would even say that name. Because, I don't know how that crept to the front of your mind. I don't know how you said that. Man. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I want to make sure. Yeah, Uncle was, will be disappointed. You know what? Shut up, please. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Powell's, they are they, they work off each other to make one of, if not the, the best villain character in movie history mm-hmm. of all time. And I wanted to uh, bring. I, I'm not sure how he passed away. You know, see, you know, uh, where I'm looking at in the BBC.com, they're not really telling me uh, details of how he necessarily passed away. How old was he? 85 years old. Could have been financial causes. It, it could have been. Now, you know, but since that we live in a world right now, you've been thinking like, oh my God, what's the COVID? You know, was it cancer? Was 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 this? Was it that? You sit there, you just sit there and think. But I'm like, but you know, eight five years old. You know, what I'm saying good life, natural. I mean, I prayed that I lived that long. You know, what I'm saying we'll love to see eighty five years old. And I I wanted to bring it up because it's one of the most iconic, like I said, movie characters of all t- villains. You know, everybody say the quote oh. wrong. Everybody does say the quote wrong. They do. It's a it's it, you know say uh it's not Luke. I am your father. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, uh, what was it? I am your father, because he never says Luke. He doesn't say Luke. He doesn't say Luke. And then Mark Hamill says, no! He, he sells it. So, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm saying, to this day, he after all the Star like Wars, the the after the all the Star Wars movies I have seen, Empire Strikes Back is still the best Star Wars movie. In my personal opinion. Okay. Can I get your take on it before I move on to you know, anything else? I don't want to make it seem like, you know. Uh, Empire, Empire is definitely still number one for me. Okay, yeah. I honestly don't have a take on it. I ha- I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, um, but I mean, RIP to this man. That's right, you're a Trekkie. Yeah, some Yes, if you had to choose between the two. You, 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 her mother raised her as a Trekkie. Ugh. First of all, I'm just, <laughs> I hate you. No, no, don't don't There are Trekkies out there that are ready to annihilate me. Period. Because you know, I'm a Star Wars. I've always been a Star Wars guy. I can never get into Star Trek. Never. I'm, other than the new movies with Chris or not, uh, with Chris Pine, mm-hmm. I try getting into Star. I try, I try getting into Star Trek, but 
it, it just never did, it never did it for me either. So you're not you're not alone in that. Have you watched? And I ain't talking about William Shatner, but have you watched? Um, and even though Leonard Nimoy is a G, but have you ever watched any of the the new Star Star Trek movies? I watched the the first one, um, and it was actually it was it was pretty good. Um, you know, I, I mean, the only thing, the only thing that I really did like about Star Trek, to be honest with you, was Spock. Okay. Um, Leonard Nimoy, rest, uh, rest tell. Um, he was, he was great. Um, Zachary Quinto, uh, who played the new Spock, wasn't really sold on him. Um, in my, in my personal opinion. Okay, but I'm not gonna say that. But I, I, I wanted to bring it up. May he rest in peace. You know, it's always hard when we lost to lose iconic people here. You know, in the world. Um, to finish it off, actually, with some, uh, I guess, positive news. Okay, and that is, um, <laughs> you know, I almost so, forgot about this. Uh, you know, Tyrese and Dwayne Johnson. Well, Tyrese says. Yo, the feud is done. It's over with Dwayne Johnson. They made up. Now, for those... He made, he made up with his check. <laughs> so, so, for those who don't know, Tyrese was uh, pretty mad at Dwayne because Dwayne um, signed on to do Hobbs and Shaw back a couple, you know, many moons ago. I wish y'all could see my face right now. And then he was like, yo, man, you bringing up the family, man. And I'm like... Okay, well, calm down. To the, it's, it's the Rock here. He, 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 he. Sir, have so, have a stadium full of seats. Like the Rock is the biggest movie star in Hollywood today. Uh, the Rock is only you know he's a pretty big deal, so oh, you gotta do a movie with Rock. Like I don't know what Tyrese was expecting. Yeah, and um, he uh, this is this is the quote that he had said to. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, but he said, "Congratulations to The Rock and your brother in uh, 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 uh brother-in-law, aka Seven Bucks pro- uh, producing, uh, p- Seven Bucks producing partner for making the Fast and Furious franchise about you, like in all capitals." <laughs> I'm, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. And he tweeted that that was back in 2017. Um, I'm so, I'm sorry, but. Tyrese's character uh, in Fast and Furious. Um, well, I, I can't think of his name. Oh, oh, oh! You talking about Roman? Roman, yeah. yeah. Roman. Um, oh, Roman. He just never. He Roman. He just never. He never does it for me. I'm just being honest. With you. Um, I don't think he does it for a whole lot of people. He he he, he just like one like number one. Too Fast, Too Furious is probably the worst. Was probably the worst film uh, next to Tokyo Drift. Um, See, I told you about Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, what about it? I was I, 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 it wasn't one of my favorite ones. It, 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 it was probably the worst. It was probably the worst uh, Fast Furious film uh, next to Tokyo Drift. Um, you know, the only thing, the only yeah, yeah. You know what? Too Fast, Too Furious was the worst. Was the worst. Um. Like and then it, I, when he came back um, in the Fast and Furious franchise, he just became this 
whiny, uh, like this, this whiny, always crying, you know, type of dude. Like, I, I, I just really could not get into him. But he really needed to be thinking of rock for, you know, you know, you know, keeping the Fast and Furious franchise alive. Because if it was for, I mean, let's be real. Um, as of, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but the, the Fast and Furious films were, you know, for me, I was getting tired of them for a bit. But then when a rock came on, I'm like, okay, he made it a little bit more. So that means the best one is what? The best one for me? Uh, the best one for me, really, for real, for real, was probably, uh, I like Furious 7. Oh. Damn, I, I thought he was going to do it. <laughs> I thought he was going to do it. He always trying to see if people going to agree with him. Because I'm right. Which one? Which one was? Which one was your favorite? Five. Fast Five is the best fast movie, hands fast down. Fat. So Fast Five is is under uh, Furious Seven for me. Um, I had Furious Seven as my favorite one, the top one. Then I had Five, and then I have Six. Um, you know, I thought now it like Hobbs was more interesting when he wasn't. Like joining and working with them, like I thought he was actually pretty cool as the villain for the the Furious team. But now that he's part of them, I'm like, okay, like y'all messed it up. Like I, I I was cool with Hobbs, you know, going one on one with Dom and everything. Now they're brothers, and now they're homies and all that other stuff. Like, yeah, but well, yeah, so well, I mean. We we got they're going against Black Superman now, but but barely. Well, of course he also says, and like you, DJ, even if they call, I will not be the leading this post, which you end up doing anyway. Uh, uh gone, folks. See you in twenty twenty April. Hashtag Fast Family, right? Nah, it's about Team Dwayne. Three years will will it be worth the wait? Hashtag No Shaw Just Hobbs. Uh, will be. Another hashtag Baywatch. So, those were the comments that Tyrese made back in 2017. So, during a virtual appearance on Stir Crazy, uh, Tyrese opened up about where the few stands today. We're in 2020 now, okay? And trust me, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, didn't entertain this fool not one time. No, I, so, I was about to say, you said a few. This is a very one-sided a few. fight. And then he says, me and The Rock pieced up. <laughs> by, by the way, <laughs> it, I don't know why it's funny to me. He revealed, we talked for like four hours about three weeks ago. Oh, it was great. He said that... Um, That's nice. Yes, because yeah. that was on The Rock's to-do list for 2020 after <laughs> buying the XFL I'm and sure, releasing a tequila. I'm sure The Rock was just, was just being modest. He was like, okay, I guess, you know... As my last act of break for 2020, I guess I can entertain this foolishness. Uh huh. Okay, so th- th- this is what he says. Please, please about- read us, enlighten us. Okay, so um, what's interesting about the Fast and Furious is it's not all about it's not about any of us individually. He says we're like the UN at this point. Everyone gets to go. Wait, to the theater what? and say he 
and she looks like me. This, 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 this is the quote. What does that have to do with you beefing with the rock? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, Oh my god! Uh, I just could not make it about me," he said, of a, a potential spinoff for his character. That's been re- uh, really strange. Thompson Shaw is the first and only spinoff of the franchise so far. Many other big stars have appeared in the film, including uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Lucas, and the late Paul Walker. Obviously, talk about stuff like this. So that's basically, you know, uh, I don't know if he tried to turn it into a cultural thing where he said, uh. Everybody gets to go to the theater and he or she looks like me to a black and brown people because it's, it's a lot stop, of black. No, stop trying to twist this around <laughs> and just admit that you needed um, professional help a couple years ago and you finally, maybe you finally got it and realized you was wilding. Like, this, just say what it is, bro. Call a spade a spade. It don't have nothing to do. That, that rant that you went on a few years ago had nothing to do with. And what, it's not like you said, well, the Samoans is taking over the Samoan and black people, taking over Fast and Fear. That's not what, that's not what you said. Like, I, Tyrese, okay. why you can't just okay. be on the back of the bus singing about Coca-Cola again? <laughs> I, I just, I can't. Uh, again, as we elaborate earlier, you know, um, there's consequences for the opinions and in Tyrese's case here, um, nobody really cares what you got to say, man. Um, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> like, you know, just move on, move on, you know, keep collecting your fast affairs paycheck because you know you really need that. Yeah, I'm just saying, look, if he, if he passed things up with the Rock, whether he, he, he went to cry to the Rock before, I don't know, whatever the case, wherever I was, Dwayne Johnson, the fact that Dwayne picked up the phone, congrats to you. It be you know, say because I'm not talking types for four hours. Uh, well, somebody had, well, somebody had to be the bigger man. Here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I, I'm I'm like, uh, the, the reason why Hopshaw was made is because uh, there was a lower than expected performance from the Fate of the Furious movie, which was the eighth one. Mm. And I'm like, after a while, I'm like, okay. So, granted, it, it's great to see you know say actions, and you've seen the wild, you know, the Rock do some crazy ass stuff in these movies, but. When like every franchise after a while gets redundant, i.e. Transformers, and you have to find a way to, like they said, Chappelle show wrap the shit up, B. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to find a way to wrap it up, and I'm like, okay, so that's why we get the ninth one next year because once again, that's, that's John Cena coming into the picture now, and then we were supposed to get the final tenth and eleventh, but I guess it's supposed to be a two parter after that. Then we finally going to end the series. Please, because me personally, I think it should have probably ended after the seventh one. They they should have been in the series um, already. Um, I think with, yeah. with Paul Walker, I think it should retire after the seventh one. But they said money to be made. We got to give. We got to put a door on Vin Diesel. You know, say we we got we, we got to really learn about the family aspect. Then we got to do House of Show. First of all, I kind of. How the Shaw is growing on me more than the Fate of Furious has? Has anybody seen it? You, I know you seen Fate of Furious, right? I believe so. Oh, I, I show you how how we did because I know I, I'll show you how ridiculous. I saw, is that the man, um is that the Samoan one transform or I mean that's how the Shaw. Okay, no, which one was that? The Fate of Furious is the one. I, 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 me and uh, Swag was in the movie theater. We said we was, we was laughing throughout the whole movie. I don't know when the Rock pushed the missile. 
Oh, yeah, the superhero movie. Why you didn't just say that one? That's that's literally six, seven, eight. (laughs) No. Okay. When you step out of a car in Slippery Earls on ice and move a missile with your bare hands, that's a superhero (laughs) movie at this point. I mean, Fast and Furious pretty much turned into a superhero franchise. (sighs) Literally, it's the Colored Avengers. My God. It's, 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 It's really... Uh, it's the Avengers for black and brown people. I agree. It's it's it's, it's, it's the urban youth of Avengers. That's what it is. Because it started out with street racing. Jesus Christ! It's the urban. It's you no know way. It's it's the urban Avengers. That's what I'm calling. It. Urban Avengers. Ur, no, urban Avengers. Urban Avengers. <laughs> well, now since usually Swag is the one that takes over the gaming section of the podcast. I was not able to find... I don't know what the Video Game Awards is. We, we talked about that already. So I wasn't able to find necessarily anything on video gaming content. So that's pretty much it for the podcast. Yeah, I was just trying to make sure we didn't miss anything because we yeah. almost missed the Dave Chappelle thing completely. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, I thank you for that. So, uh, like I said, only game news that I have is um, playing my PS5 every now and then. <laughs> Miles Morales is great. Y'all got to try that out. NBA 2K21. So when uh, now, uh, Rob, do you have 2K21 on PS4? Uh, no, um, I oh, don't okay. actually. I'm about um, to say because if you had on PS4, we could still play. You could still play on your PS4, and I can still play on my PS5. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, the, man, the things I'm learning is crazy. So I was like, because uh, that's how me and Swag was playing at first. I was playing my Mortal Kombat 4 on his um on my PS4. And he was playing his Mortal Kombat Ultimate on his PS5. Hmm. So I was like, so you you, you can do that and do the cross-platform play when you have the same game on the system. So I was just like, because we need to to be playing 2K, bro. Yeah, I definitely owe you another game of 2K. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I ain't talking about on the Switch. I'm talking about on the con. I'm talking about on the PlayStation. Oh, man. Yeah. So... I put on on switch or the car, don't get mad. Oh, see, no, see, no. He, he just being a little arrogant right now. <laughs> see, they, things don't even matter. This man, his, his switch still got the same dust on it. It did when he, I seen that his house the last time. Okay, <laughs> dust that thing off. But you know what? I want I, I want to challenge you some two K golf. Yes, I said it. Oh, I God. got two K twenty one golf. Let's end well, the podcast now. Um, well, you were all pro golf in high school, so I'm sure you're gonna probably beat me in that. Okay, well, I wasn't off. I wish I was though. But two oh. back-to-back champions though, two back-to-back championships. Give that credit he tried to give you. Yeah, I know he tried. Though. He's you know, I, I know he over there like breaking shit or probably looking at his old football pictures and like we ain't win really, like you know. Ooh. Ooh. In the podcast here. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> guys, we're going to end uh, the Dirty Guys Talk podcast here. Uh, swag, you know, what I'm saying wherever you're at, man. I hope you know everything is cool over there. He will return next week. Uh, next weekend on the podcast and everything like that. I appreciate uh, my man Rob coming in and joining me on the Nerd Gas Talk podcast. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, I did. So I actually think I came up with my nickname uh, officially. Okay, I'm ready to hear this. All right. So I think um, because I love it, and, and I think it's only right that I could probably use my initials. I think I'm going to go with. Uh, brother R and B. R and B. Brother R 
You've been talking to Tyrese, haven't you? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> okay, you know what? Fine. I don't mind calling you brother R&B, but every time you come on this podcast or anything that we do for for, for other their coalition of brothers, you got to come on and sing your name. Stop it. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> You, you gotta come. You got. You, you gotta come on and sing, brother R and B. Or you gotta sing a Coca Cola jingle that Tyrese did back in '96. One of the other. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? You, you know. Hey, that's fine. Brother R and B works. Make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com, production we're a part of. Check out the content they have on there, uh, such as the Lulu and Pop Little Pop Horror Show, Both Sides, and uh, the Market Dark Show. Check us out on all your podcast apps. Check us out also on Spaces Philly, such as the No Gimme See the Wrestling Podcast, the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntable, Talk Culture and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue, Ballers Lounge Podcast, all great stuff over there as well. Ballers Lounge will be getting a season two. We'll be getting a revamp for 2021. And I know all the previous episodes, I've been trying to get the previous episodes. So all the previous episodes that, that we have done, uh, stay on the lookout for all the I'm, I'm still planning on releasing all of them and then uh me and Rob want to go in, in, into the lab and you know work work this thing out. Uh I still have faith in turntables also. So stay tuned for that. There's... That's nice. That's nice of you. Okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. To uh go in the lab and fix some of that thing out. And I still have faith in drunk thoughts sober tongues because if he out there listening all right, you know, Mr. Left Brain, Mr. Franklin himself, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we need to get back in the studio, man, and, you know what I'm saying, and hold our ground, oh, okay? Lord. So this this need, this needs to happen. So with all that being said, guys, uh, I hope you guys are having a safe holiday season. I know Christmas, Christmas and the holiday season is not the way that everybody would like it to be, and that is very unfortunate for a lot of people, but you know what? You know, we can still find ways to be positive and have a good time with it. So I want to make sure everybody has a you know, happy holiday. Love each other, man. It, 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 it ain't that hard to get along. Mm-hmm. It really is not that hard to get along. You know, and then you know, like I said, this is supposed to be a time we we, we, we spread love and stuff like that. And there're gonna be people that's gonna keep trying to crap on that parade. But guess what? Bring an umbrella. So, oh, for once again, oh, and by the way, bundle up out there with your nerd culture hoodies at teespring slash real nerd You tempted me. And I know to buy that hoodie. And also. <laughs> To get to fight COVID nineteen with your nerd culture studio mask, so do all those things right there. Once again, this is NC in the place to be. Chill, twenty, Mister Andy, the greatest sketch they sketch. It's been real. I'm saying, and, and the top billboard, you know, say, uh, <laughs> what you, what you call yourself again? Brother R and B. The, the brother R and B. Yes. You just in the podcast, please. You're supposed to sing it. I told you guys sing it. No. All right, and Q Flow. The musician, wherever you are at, man, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Mary read. 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.